0: welcome in friends it is not the best of the eric zane show podcast that means i am not physically able to do the show but i've uh, been able to pull some fun things from the past that i hope will uh will suffice also on patreon i have some material that has only been heard once before three hours of material for you on today's show which I like to call something to listen to while I'm away. I suggest you try it out for free. That's right. Seven days free on Patreon. This is turning out to be just a fantastic deal because, uh, finally I can get people in there who, you know, I mean, it's always kind of weird when I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, give me your money. And, uh, trust me, you'll like it. This allows you to try what I do on Patreon for free. And that's the way it should be. I'm, I'm I'm very, very happy that uh, Patreon started to offer that. So that's all you do. You go there, patreon.com slash Eric Zing. You do need a payment form in there because full transparency, if it gets one second after seven days, you're going to be charged. Unless if you cancel it, which is easy to do. You know, I don't like to make this difficult for you. And you, you, you get the seven days no matter what. As promised, that's free but you do have to cancel it if you're not interested. And I want to make sure you're aware of that because I don't want you like, Oh fuck. I got charged for this shit. Anyway, it's all there. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, try it out. And I'm hoping you'll like it because even when I'm not like able to do a show, I still put up more than anyone else. Uh, either content creators, online content creators, or your favorite uh morning show. There's there's no one that can compete with me. No one. No one does uh puts up more material, more quality material than your old pal EZ. Okay. Find out for yourself, patreon.com slash Eric saying. All right, let's get after it. Now I promised that I would have a full show uh dedicated to beating up Kenny and Amanda. Because this week they burned hot and bright as becoming America's new power couple, known as the Hinsons. And uh, well, you know, as I try to put that in the rearview mirror, it's worth it to go ahead and uh, and have a good old time at the uh, dramatics that have happened in the past. Now, I'm struggling though to get the material that I want, so I did my best. I was able to get the infamous banana worms debacle. So here you go. It's uh, a lot. Most of this is just Kenny. Cause I can't find shit for Amanda. Well, I didn't really spend a lot of time looking for it because I, fr- frankly, I gotta go, but dad, I gotta go, but, uh, have fun nonetheless with this edition of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. I was just uh, checking out uh, notifications on my phone while I was going tinkle. And, uh, Looking for updates on CMU Women's Club Hockey. <clears throat> oh my God. You have a brain. Part of it is the free frontal cortex. It's the part of your brain that filters out superfluous details. And uh um, Minutia, things that don't matter, things that no one needs to hear about. It's a filter. I think some of you, well, Amanda, hers is broken. When she told us about CMU Women's Club Hockey, first time chat from Hartman 810, are you a lurker? Are you uh, one of the previous group of listeners that is no longer listening? Well, they say they're not listening, but they're listening. Are you Lonely Nick? You are, aren't you? Welcome. Lonely Nick is back. So glad that you're here. One is the loneliest number that you ever knew. Hey, don't do it. Don't make fun of things that relate to me. <laughs> Those jokes aren't funny, Zane. Oh my God. <laughs> ow, oh, ow. Does that mean that if I make a joke about a banana that I'm going to hear, Hey, what the fuck, man? For those of you who don't know, Kenny got deathly ill over the weekend. He ate a banana that, now I didn't see it, but people were talking. They said, Kenny is ill. And I, I was like, what? He ate a banana that had a worm in it, I guess. And I'm like, what? He ate a, a banana with a worm in it. Why would he eat a banana with a worm in it? He must have been really hungry if he wanted to eat a banana with a worm in it. I am absolutely confused by this. I need more information. Why, who goes out of their way to eat a banana with a worm in it. I wonder if he can provide some insight um, to the banana eating incident. You got brain damage, man. Well, I'm sorry. Say it again. Do You
1: got brain damage. What's the matter? Do you think... I would actually eat a fucking banana if I saw a damn worm.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you like sought it out like it was a stunt or something. Good lord, no, dude. You and you got really sick from a banana that had a like a earthworm in it, like a big fat no, nightcrawler. No, God no.
1: And uh I just all I know is all I had to eat Friday morning was a banana. And um later on all hell broke loose and it was the sickest i've ever been yeah and uh my concern was kelsey had one in her lunch also and uh so when i was um yeah you know i I sent a text like hey because she wasn't with me that night i said "Is, is kelsey okay to her mom and she was fine so i was like well Okay, it wasn't that. And I was thankful that she was okay. But then Saturday, yep, she was sick too. Oh, no. And um, I'll, I'll save everyone the horrific details. But one time I barely made it to my sink to vomit. Oh, sweet. That is so sexy. And, and, well, in, in the sink, there was these tiny little squiggly pink things. And I, saw, I Googled it. And they look
0: like hookworms. It okay. horrible, man. Yeah. You got to go to the doctor. Oh, I'm okay now. But, but you don't know yeah. that. Listen to me. If they, what? if one of those, um, it, it's parasitic, you, you need to get a medicine to that just because you puked them out. Doesn't mean that they're gone. You're going to lose weight in a big way. If one of those latches to your digestive system and hers. If that is what I think it is, a parasite like that can do a lot of damage, Kenny. Uh, well,
1: uh, I should take her to the doctor and maybe wait a couple of weeks for me no, to go. No, what are you
0: doing? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, you hey, you said lose a lot of weight, so Kenny. you know I'll just wait a couple of weeks yeah. for me. Well, first of all, okay, what I was under the impression was the worms were in the banana. So- we're not sure yeah, that's
1: the, I mean, that's right. the only thing I ate.
0: Right, 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 right. So you you know, maybe, maybe that is what's up and, and maybe it is, but I, I honestly, you should go and explain this to a physician because there's, we don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor and you're not a doctor, but you should absolutely go and explain what happened to the physician because, uh, uh there could absolutely be a medicine that could, um, uh, uh, take care of that. And it's simply just taking a pill. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, absolutely. have experienced go, anything like go, this before. Stop what you're doing. Stop watching the show and go get and, and, and impress impress this upon mom of uh, your your daughter, too. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin. Uh, oh, yes, Kenny. You this is, this is breaking news. Dude, it was horrible, man. I believe that. I believe that. That's a sign from God. I bet you in the sink there was... Puke worms and, like, you know, sometimes you see Jesus in a grilled cheese. There was a grilled cheese. There was Jesus in your puke. Oh. All, right. No. All right. Please do this. You got to do this for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. You sound way more concerned now than the text you sent me.
0: Yeah, I, I sent you a text that said, I heard you got AIDS from a banana. <laughs> yeah. I will like, leave it to eric <laughs> so if i make a joke about a banana in the future are you gonna go whoa wait a minute hold
1: oh, on, on man. hold no, on out. you know it's no, below the belt no. <laughs> below the belt Zay. you okay there you go that's not below the belt so no
0: okay i just want to make sure you know i know you're sensitive me what? i know you're no. i know you're triggered <laughs> by by <laughs> divorce jokes Oh, come on, man. All right. Go to the doctor, you dumb dick. <laughs> if I need to. Yeah, fuck but, um... off. <laughs> All right. Pause in the action on Not the Best of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. First off, the show happens in the Baldwin Ace Hardware, Fear, Bunker, Studio, Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Follow the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. When I am live, you can get the whole show uninterrupted. Follow me on my socials as well, facebook.com slash Eric Zane uh, fan page, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, YouTube, Eric Zane Show. I'm also on Instagram, I think. I don't know. I am, but I don't remember what the hell it is. Just search. You'll feel- I, I'm not really selling that one too well. Thank you to Berlin Raceway. There's races this weekend that I want you to attend. It is the most affordable and most exciting all-in-one family fun that you can have. BerlinRaceway.com. Click Tickets, and off you go. Now, once you get there, you will see that for uh, the race's Saturday night, which would be the uh, 10th of June, it's School's Out Kids Night. Yes. You know they're going to play the Alice Cooper song. Tickets, just $14. Buy them at BerlinRaceway.com. 15 and under, free. Parking, free. Bring a cooler with your snacks so you can save some cash so that uh, mom and dad can buy more beer. No, you cannot bring in any booze and no glass. BerlinRaceway.com. Love it. And I will see you at the track. Not this week, but soon enough. Okay, while I'm at it, Hello to the Kent County Health Department. Tireless group of folks over there working hard to make sure that uh, we have the best going for us when it comes to public health. Immunization, so unbelievably important. The school year is now done. You have the next one to look forward to. If your kids are going to school without all of their immunizations, you are just rolling the dice of participating in bringing back something terrible. And who wants to do that? Get your kids inoculated for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, cervical cancer. There's an immunization for uh, cervical cancer, a vaccine, if you will. Uh, and, and this is something that you can take care of for little or no cost. Just reach out to the Kent County Health Department at 616-632-7200 for more information. Or find them online at accesskent.com slash health. All right. Back to more of not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Patreon bonus. One of 11 bonus shows. Check, check. Come on now. Uh, This week on the Patreon. Maybe more. You never know. Uh, So glad you are all here. I have breaking news First of all, before I get to to the breaking news, I just spent maybe a record time on hold. I called the folks at GoDaddy. Uh, They're behind the Eric Zane Show podcast, com website. I've been having problems with it lately. And um, not long ago, I I called them. They go, oh, you got to pay for a trouble ticket. What? Yeah, there's something wrong with your website. In order for us to fix it, it's $75 and you get three trouble tickets with that. Okay. All right. I guess so. That's my tech team. Part of my tech team. I go, yeah, do it. So they fixed it. Whatever the problem was. I don't know. do I even re- fucking remember now, all I know is the website started working. Then something else happened. You know, I tried to post, uh, I want to put, uh, uh, pictures on my website of of uh, uh, newfound puppies in boxes, okay. Which, by the way, I'm uh, waiting for a puppy update. I think. Let me uh, actually text Allison right now as we speak. Hey Siri. Uh huh. Text Allison Dieter.
2: I'm sorry, I didn't quite
0: catch that. Fucking a. How can that even be? I need a puppy update. That's not right. Invalid. Damn it. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. God, I shouldn't have done this. I need a puppy update, please. It's all over the news. Everybody's talking about the damn thing. So I call up uh, GoDaddy, and I'm waiting on hold for 10 minutes. I get this nice guy. I explained him what's up. Oh, so, oh boy! I gotta move you up the line. I go, what? What is that? It's beyond my pay grade. I gotta pass it on to someone with more expertise. I'm like, I appreciate that. Okay, let's do it. Okay, hold on. And then uh, there's an automated message, and it says, uh, "If you wish to listen to." Um, the hold music, um, we, we have hold music here for you. If you don't want to hear it, press one. I go, well, how long can it possibly take? So I didn't press one. And um, then it said, your approximate wait time is 48 minutes. And I was like, what? Holy shit. Oh, my God. And it was every bit of that, too. So I uh, published the free podcast, took the dogs for a walk. And then finally, uh, dude chapter listening to the same bass line over and over and over again for uh, upwards of 50 minutes. My God, what a pain in the dick. So then I explained to the dude what's going on. He goes, oh, yeah, this is okay. Try it now. Like, try it now. What? So then uh, that all ends. Thank God he got it taken care of. All right, the right person is uh, enjoying the show live right now. I'm glad I got confirmation of that because I have news. On the free podcast, uh, we had the medical corner where Kenny talked about how his weekend was. Remember, this is these are the details he gave us on the show. Hey, mate, so I ate a banana. And the next thing I know, I was feeling a little rumbly in my tummy. And then at one point, I puked right in the sink. And in the sink, I could see hookworms, little spindly hookworms. And then I was worried about my little girl. So I called her. Hey, she's sick. No, next thing you know, next day, she had a banana too. She's sick. She barfed. Oh, my God. Okay. Those, that's what we know. And then we told Ding Dong to go to the doc. Now, Willie, probably not. He probably won't do that. Now, self-diagnosis is always tricky. We don't know whether or not Ding Dong had hookworms. And, uh, but I, I have done a little bit of research about this exact thing. Um, and I, I want to go over this. First of all, um, is this what it looked like that you puked up these here, these worms? Because I have this image. And then look at this. This is a foot. Someone's foot showing a hook worm. So the, is this, are you telling me you had worms in your, in your body like that? Or did it look more like these? Like this is uh, uh for scale. You can see this is a, a match stick. These are the worms. Look at this. This guy's got the worm going through his foot and his toe. How hot is that? That's sexy. I like that. Uh, look at this. All these worms is running roughshod. They they tend to, uh, uh, so check your feet, Kenny. This is what you might have. Look at this. July 4th, July 6th, July 8th, July 9th, July 10th. Oh, my God. But there's more to this, Kenny. Look at that. Uh, I don't even know what that is. It's eating onto. This is a parasite. We're not sure what your diagnosis is. All we know is you ate a banana. You puked in the sink. And you described what you said were hookworms. Now, I think you got to be very, very careful about this whole self-diagnosis thing. Um, He says, I'll email you. No, no, it it's okay. All right, refresh your email. Let's see, where's the Kenny puke picks? Okay, sync picks. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely something there. These aren't that bad of picks. Okay, look. That's what he he uh he saw in there. He he picked them out with uh, and then that's it. He took pictures of them. Why did you take the pictures of them if you weren't going to go to the dock? I'm curious about that. Or did you just want to show it off to social media? And I don't even know if you showed these off to social media. I think I heard somebody say that you actually did. Did you take the pics of the these Just to show to the world, but not to actually put in front of a physician. If that's the case, what the hell? Why would you do that? So on the uh, free podcast, I talked about Kenny. Yeah, you are definitely something that uh, just because you threw something up. Now, I just wanted to let you know, Kenny, that if those are hookworms, then... I'm guessing that the banana is purely coincidental. I don't think see Kenny's way of, of uh deducing his hookworm diagnosis was hmm, let's see. In one twenty-four hour window, I only had a banana, thus bananas laced with hookworms, and I threw them up. Huey! Bullet dodged. I don't think it works that way. Okay? And um, the reason why uh, I don't think hookworms have anything to do with banana in any way, shape, or form, because I discovered. Let me just read to you. Hookworm is a parasite that infects the intestines. Hookworm larvae, eggs, enter through the skin. Once they reach the intestine, they hatch. As the name implies, hookworms have a hook-like head that attaches to the intestinal walls. Hookworm, ascariasis, and whipworm are all roundworm infections. These parasitic worms are called soil-transmitted helminths. Because the infection spreads through contaminated so- uh, soil. No mention of, uh, of bananas. And I think you can get it from feces too. Hookworm infections in dogs, cats, and other animals typically come from a different species than the one that infects humans. Animal hookworms can sometimes penetrate a person's skin, but they don't mature or lay eggs inside a human host. I don't know if you even have hookworm. Hookworm larvae pass in the feces poop of someone already infected with hookworm disease. So unless you shit on a plate and fed it to your child, you know, I don't know, Kenny. Have you done that? Have you shit on a plate and fed it to any of your family members? Because it says right here, Hookworm larvae pass in the feces of someone already infected with hookworm disease. So you are the one giving your family hookworm because you're shitting on plates and feeding it to them. This is awful. I cannot believe you would do that. If a person with hookworm disease poops outdoors, which is something you're probably prone to do. The larvae enter the soil using human feces as fertilizer can also contaminate the soil. So Your whole house and yard and apartment complex is probably like um, fucking, what's the name of that place? Um, Chernobyl. You know, it's loaded with your shit and your worms. And if you walk barefoot on infected soil, the larva can enter your body through the skin on your feet. So you are causing probably a uh, outbreak of this because of your horrible habits and feeding feces to your family. But nowhere in here are uh, any simp- any uh, words about uh, it being transmitted through bananas. When people infected with hookworm disease have no symptoms, those who do have symptoms may experience mild ones at first uh, first symptoms progress as the infection gets more severe. Possible symptoms include skin rash on the feet where the larva entered the body, fever, coughing or wheezing, abdominal pain, loss of appetite, diarrhea, weight loss, loss, anemia. So either you have hookworm and it entered through your feet and then you fed feces to your family members and took shits outside and it had nothing to do with the banana or you don't have hookworm. And that's just something else that we don't know. This is a fucking Scooby-Doo mystery. And for now, like the fifth day in a row, we need to get our eternal bastion of content. The one, the only, the banana eater himself. Kenny, on the show to talk about this. Hello. I don't think the banana gave you hookworm.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. Because of the text I sent you an hour ago, did you not ever get it?
0: I well, I usually I put my phone on Do Not Disturb for a good portion of the day because uh, okay, I uh, then, I work. Let's,
1: let's discover the text together. Okay, what did let's what did it, it say?
0: I can't look you at can't, it. But- I can't look at it this second.
1: You can't look at it while you're on the phone? Wow, iPhones are
0: great. Well, that's because I'm using the phone. I'm holding it up to the speaker. (laughs) I can, but it's like upside down. Hang on. Uh, What did you write? Uh, I don't see anything, Kenny. What? Yeah, I I don't see a text from you, buddy. Are you serious? How about you just tell me so we can, you know, keep it moving?
1: Well, yeah, that's fine, too. But what I sent was uh, an hour and nine minutes ago, and I said, so guess who else was sick last week with a stomach thing? Everyone at Kelsey's mom's house. Okay. Yeah, like information that would have been nice to know before getting sick and blaming it on a fucking banana.
0: Oh yeah, that you were so, on uh, anyway, You were on old, the, man. You were on the case. You were all <laughs> over it. You were like sleuthing and you said then oh, no. you said was, ban- banana was recipient or the uh, well, the the cause.
1: I just had those, you know, things in the sink, took the pictures and I was barely able to walk and stand. But I was laying down and trying to look for similar things online. And that's how I landed on hookworms. I didn't read anything. I was. Uh-huh. God, man. Oh, thank I thought, God. I thought I was going to die. I, I, I know it. Yeah.
0: You had like an intestinal flu is what you most likely had.
1: Oh, dude. I was like, I, uh, I don't even want to say, I don't
0: want to gross out. Anybody, yeah. It was this terrible. Is all,
1: this is already too much. For, I'm sorry. I, no, no,
0: I'm no, 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 it's not. I find it quite arousing actually. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, 24-hour bug, more than likely not banana-induced hookworms. Yeah, most
1: likely not now that I know that everyone um, else was already sick over there. When
0: you were uh, going down the road of hookworm fever running wild, did you go online and take one second like I did to find out what the cause of hookworms are?
1: No, I just told you. I was just trying to look for similar pictures, and that was it. I didn't
0: read much else. I know, but if you were to type in "hookworm" and hit enter, there's eight billion entries as to how this works.
1: Okay, well that's great, but I didn't know where to start from. I typed in banana and worms. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I've heard of a hookworm, but I've, I don't know anything about them. And right. I clearly, my brain would not have gone. Oh, I'm sick. I ate a banana. Hookworms. Yeah. Oh, I searched banana. Right. Right. Worm.
0: <laughs> so, the the worm the banana was fine. The banana was not the culprit. Uh, the the the, the it was an illness running through your ex's household.
1: Yeah, apparently so. But also there. In that search, it came back with, like, some kind of banana internet worm hoax, if you search banana and worms. Yeah. And and there was some picture of this large, white-looking slug thing. Yeah. Oh, Oh, God.
0: Yeah, now that would be fantastic. I would love it if that's what it was. Oh, you would love it if that's what I ate? <laughs> now, now, do we know that those are actually worms that you puked, or could it just have been banana strands?
1: Well, the thing is, is look at them. They're like a dark, reddish, pinkish
0: well, kind of maroon. Yeah, I, I know, know, but it's like, you do realize, but when they're in your stomach, and everything's in your stomach, it, I mean, it could be one. Yeah. were they Were they moving?
1: Well, that's just it, man. I like stood there like gasping or it was horrible. But I'm like, like looking at it like, oh, my God, if I see these things move, I'm I'm going to I'm going to call. A, I, I got to get to the hospital like right now. And I just stood there and and waited and they didn't. So I'm like, OK, they're not moving. Yeah, that might be a Nah, that they're not but man nah,
0: nah, no it's just it's just you know half digested food that's all that that is well
1: i hope so but now yeah. it's probably that way but i, I
0: just then you fucking I, dummy you, you 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 went out there this is what you did this is what you did
1: <laughs> i made everybody like you threw oh, up and then you played their bananas
0: yes and you posted all the shit you call hey, calling all cars calling red alert <laughs> Banana recall you won't believe it. There's worms <laughs> in the bananas and everybody. Look, here.
1: Look, let's go back to whole like, you know, if hey, if I had a sickness here that I was dealing with, I might want to text the other parent involved when they're, you know, when you're passing back and forth a child, like, hey, just wanna let you know. Like where was that? Sounds
0: sounds to me like you're uh, blaming some other people for your banana hoax.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, it would have been nice to know. Like, hey, everybody's sick over here, so. Do you
0: think for a second? Do you think for a second that the ex, uh, didn't care about? Like, was hoping you'd get sick.
1: I don't know, man. I just try to not. I try to not question or understand or, or whatever or her train of think train of thought, like I, you know I I don't know.
0: Do you, was that the, mean, was that the lady who when you visited me, was there at Pepino's? Yeah I thought she was going to kill me that night. I thought <laughs> I, she was so pissed. I've, i never heard a
1: resting bitch face until she explained it to me. <laughs> she was sitting there, and
0: I go, Kenny, oh, my God. And then I looked at her, and I was like, oh, boy, what's going on here?
1: Yeah. Yeah, nothing ever made her happy, man. Yeah.
0: It was, uh, losing battle from day one. Megan says you should still send that picture to your doctor. That Now, she cares. I mean, she's like, I mean, I care, but she's like the show mom, you know. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on them to call me back fucking monday and this
0: is the way it goes all right well this is great we've now completed full circle the uh banana gate i'm so happy well i guess but i still
1: i i don't know if i'm ever gonna want a banana i don't know if i'm ever gonna be able
0: to get it I, hey, I, no no the bananas are fine bananas it, that was all uh something you concocted in your brain oh <laughs> I, did,
1: I didn't make it up. That was the only thing I ate, and then I got sick. Well, yeah, no you had you had
0: the flu. So he, you had the fucking flu. That's what you had. The flu? Yeah. And fever. It, uh, well, that doesn't always work that way. A lot of times you can have that type of uh, illness, just gastrointestinal. Well,
1: yeah, it was. Uh, uh, hey, I said this the other day, but it applies for this. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy either.
0: <laughs> oh, so does that mean... When uh, some pedophile gets the flu and I make fun of them, you're going to go, No, wait a minute. Hold on. You're you're crossing the line again.
1: No, pedophiles, man. They don't deserve any. No. No, no.
0: no, Y'all said not my worst enemy. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I don't don't have any. uh, No. All For right. pedophiles, I don't have any all uh,
0: right. concern. All right, all right, you're 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 missing the joke. All right, it was a joke. Okay, I'll talk I'm to you. I'm not
1: missing the joke. Get out I'm of missing...
0: here. You've crossed the line. God. I like how, yeah, man. He 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 tries to like, yeah, man. You and your iPhones. You and your iPhone trash. Just look at your old messages. Yeah, dude, I, I don't have it. It's not here. My God. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, So this chick in Iowa, when she was 15, was raped many, many times. I've mentioned uh, her name. Piper Lewis is her name. And um, one day she figured out a way to end this nightmare. Uh, The whole deal. She was like sex trafficked, sex slave, the whole thing. She killed the rapist. How fantastic is that? Um, 37-year-old Zachary Brooks is the dead guy, married father of two. Lewis was 15 when she stabbed Brooks and killed him. And she really made sure he was dead when she stabbed him 30 times in a Des Moines apartment. So that's excellent work. Lewis said she was trafficked, uh, trafficked against her will. To Brooks for sex multiple times. She ended up stabbing him in a fit of rage when she had the opportunity. Police and prosecutors did not dispute that Piper Lewis was sexually assaulted and trafficked. That is not in question. She was sexually assaulted, trafficked, raped the whole deal many times at age 15. Holy shit. Uh, typically in these stories, People under age 18, their names are not even revealed for these types of stories. Victims of sexual assault. But Piper Lewis agreed to have her name used previously in stories about her case. And I remember talking about this and I remember thinking, what is going on here? Because they tried to get Piper Lewis on an involuntary manslaughter charge and willful injury. For this June 2020 killing of 37-year-old rapist, Zachary Brooks. And she pleaded guilty to it. And I think it was kind of like, plead guilty, you will get no prison time, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and that's it. There has to be some... And I'm like, well, first of all, there should not be any legal proceedings. When you offer uh, up legal proceedings for someone who um, saves her own life like that in self-defense... Uh, what is that going to do? What is that uh, that that sets a table for the future? You know, uh, she is a trailblazer and all that she should have uh, been privy to was not a court case, but a ticker tape parade. You know, uh, she should have been on the cover of People magazine for murdering a child molesting rapist. I mean, seriously. Hey, man, I don't wish this flu on my worst enemy, including that guy. anyway um prosecutors had called the probation sentence she was given just a couple of months ago that's when I talked about it Uh, merciful for a teen who endured horrible abuse and um actually let me uh, back up no, I'm good. Um, when this all happened, the court case, even though she was pleading guilty, um, a lot of people raised an eyebrow because they said she had to pay restitution of $150,000. Um, I guess family members of the deceased, I guess. It's like, no. Why, why should she have to pay for escaping a rapist? And uh, being a sex slave. But she was ordered to pay $150,000, which uh, folks came up with a GoFundMe. And quickly, that, uh, that amount of money uh, went well over the amount. In fact, it was at uh, $560,000 before they finally cashed that out uh, to cover the restitution and pay for her other needs. So justice is being served here, okay? Uh, it's kind of weird that they made her pay $150,000, but uh, okay, okay. Great. Well, so now she pays whatever, $150,000 in restitution. Now she's got $410,000 to try to get her life back. The judge in Iowa, the community of Polk County, Judge David Porter, said to Piper Lewis that her probation sentence, quote, was the second chance you asked for. And then he said, you don't get a third. that sounds that's that's striking the tone that she's some type of uh psychopathic murderer in my opinion the way this judge says that i mean if i were the judge i would say congratulations on killing this murderer or on this rapist uh sorry about the restitution but uh something's got to give and uh go on and have a great rest of your life but no this asshole says Uh, The probation sentence you got was the second chance you asked for. You don't get a third. The probation was. Piper Lewis had to successfully complete five years of closely supervised probation. And if she pulled that off, her prison sentence would have been expunged or essentially never would have um, been um, even levied upon her. So they basically said it'll all be suspended, five years, supervised release, tether, all that stuff. Uh, Because they said you could have gotten 20 years in prison for this involuntary manslaughter. But we're going to suspend all that five years, supervised release. That's it. So all she has to do, supervised release, wears a tether, everybody knows her whereabouts, She's got $410,000 to do what she wants. That's it. Hero, People Magazine, ticker tape. Awesome. Right? Simple. Nothing more. You see where this is going? Nothing more for Piper uh, Lewis to do. 18 years old. Update. Iowa authorities say Piper Lewis the 18-year-old sex trafficking victim who pleaded guilty to killing a man that raped her, escaped from a woman's center where she was serving her probation center sentence. Piper Lewis was seen walking out of the building at the Fresh Start Women's Center in Des Moines shortly after 6.15 a.m. Friday. And at some point that day, her GPS monitor was cut off, according to a probation violation report. A warrant has been issued for Piper Lewis's arrest and the probation report asked for her deferred judgment to be revoked and her original sentence imposed. Wow. Oh my god. How what the fuck is wrong with you? Ah, oh, fuck. God, this bumps me out. This said all the makings for a fucking book, a movie, something awesome she murdered the rapist and now here she is all she's got to do is just keep her nose clean for a few five years i mean i don't know if all that time was spent in the women's center but i mean hell you agreed to it you did plead take your money and go home how the fuck shit Man, that is crazy. Uh, Rob writes, because stabbing a rapist offends other rapists. Maureen says she should get a statue in her town. Of course. That GoFundMe would get millions of dollars. That part is just beyond me, Stevie writes. His family should pay her restitution. Yeah, this uh, this is why women are like, this is fucking not fairly balanced. Jesus. That is so fucked up. But why did she leave? Why did, I mean... I mean, if you realize, yes, that's not fair, okay? But at the same fucking time, you know, you know that if you step one toe out of line because of this asshole judgment against you, you're fucked. Why would you become a fugitive? Holy shit, woman. Come on. That makes me sad. I have an update for you on the, uh, on Mitchell Miller, the dude that the Boston Bruins tried to pick up and thinking no one would notice. And very quickly, it's like, wait a minute, that's the guy who likes to bully fetal alcohol kids um audio check video check this is how it unfolded uh in boston when the uh, bruins signed Mitchell Miller signing has Bruins management
3: playing defense, and it's because of this defenseman, Mitchell Miller. The 20-year-old was once convicted of bullying and abusing a disabled classmate. The victim's mother tells us that the abuse went on for years, and the facts of the case were so vile, another NHL team already cut him. But tonight, the Bruins are feeling the wrath of fans. Christina Rex is-
0: I cannot believe the Bruins thought if we just wait a few months, no one will notice. That we drafted the wor- or that we signed the world's biggest asshole. it has been working
3: the story. She has the reaction, the player's apology, and the victim's emotional mother.
2: Miller says he'll do community service and diversity training, but the mom of the boy he bullied says that's not enough. It's
4: heartbreaking
2: to say the least.
0: Okay, that's mom. She adopted um, Isaiah. What's his face? If Miller said, "I will give you," my salary can i then play i think that's a good start i will give you one year of pay yeah.
2: joni meyer crothers still gets emotional talking about what her son isaiah endured throughout his life years of bullying she says culminating in a 2016 crime admitted by mitchell miller the 20 year old signed
0: by the way this fucking kid looks like such a fucking soft Huts
2: by the Boston Bruins. Mitchell Miller.
0: Saturday. I can't, I can't believe that a kid who looks that fucking soft, uh, could be uh good at hockey. He looks, he looks horrible. A push
4: pop in a urinal and have a kid
0: lick it. I want this chick to kick her feet up.
4: That's not a mistake.
2: Isaiah has fetal alcohol syndrome, and he's cognitively behind. His adoptive mother Uh says he endured years of bullying and was called racial slurs by Mitchell. She's horrified a professional organization would want him on their team.
4: I don't care how talented any player is. He could be the next Wayne Gretzky. But if your player that you're taking doesn't have character and isn't a good human being, then you really might want to rethink what you're doing.
2: Miller was once drafted by the Arizona Coyotes only to be dropped once this incident came to light. Bruins general manager Don Sweeney says signing Mitchell was a difficult team decision.
0: Ha 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 you asshole. I'm not going to <laughs> what a liar look at this fuck. Downplay that this has been a uh, a personal struggle as well a professional struggle um, as we go through to try and separate you know the hockey player and the person. Oh you're so full of shit. This guy's a fucking piece of shit, this Don Sweeney.
5: I might have been the person that picked him up at the airport to, you know, when he arrived in Boston. I would be the first person to drive him to the airport if, if, if anything goes sideways.
2: But the victim's mother doesn't feel Miller has learned enough in the six years since to deserve this second chance.
4: And why did he wait a week ago when he knew he was being signed to the Bruins to reach out to our son?
2: Yeah, Miller reached out to her son on Instagram trying to apologize last week. But she says when this incident happened, he never apologized. <laughs> for CINERAS, WBZ News.
0: <laughs> yeah, it never works. The holidays were. What the fuck? Hold on. Yeah, that never, ever works. Hey uh by the way I'm really sorry the next day bruin sign Mitchell Miller oh no oh my god if you see the family's got him by the balls if the family really wanted to fuck with Mitchell Miller they could be like we might let you slide on this however we needed to think of uh, some type of restitution. And I'm not sure what that is right now. But something has to happen. Could be uh, monetary compensation. It could be uh, physical assault. Uh, fucking a code red, like on a few good miller. I order the code. You're goddamn right. I ordered the code red. Great movie. Holy shit. So this is, uh, just r- ridiculous, ridiculously fucked. So of course he should remain suspended and kicked out of the league, but you're just going to play in shit leagues for your whole life. Enjoy that you asshole. And you know what? As this happens more and more, he won't even play in shit leagues. He'll be, he'll have to play in like uh foreign countries, like in the Swedish league, or if he's even good enough to be in the Swedish league, but. There's no fucking room for this guy. What an asshole. Holy shit. Leave it to the fucking Bruins. The piece of shit, Boston Bruins, uh, for doing this shit. My God. Ridiculous. Okay. Um, Update, uh, you know what I want to talk I want to talk about Aaron Carter. I, I, I meant to get to this earlier, and I, I never did get around to it, but um, this is fucking terribly sad. Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Now, like, everyone was estranged from Aaron Carter. The family was fucked up. This is why if your kids go the way of show business someone in the family who is not uh a total meemard needs to have uh be able to make decisions here now by all for what, what i'm understanding the carter mom and dad the mom mom and dad carter are absolute idiots According to the California Child Actors Bill, this is uh, what they came up with when all those child actors started to become exploited because their parents were taking all their money. Um, Aaron, Aaron's parents were supposed to have put 15% of his earnings into a Coogan account. I'm not sure what that is. Why 15%? uh, Why not 100% of the earnings? That is fucking, that's a horrible bill. Yeah, with the California Child Actors bill, uh, your parents make 85 cents of every dollar you make. Uh, Aaron Carter said, I got $2 million when I turned 18 years old. I should have had at least $20 million in my account. And then when he turned 18, Aaron Carter learned that he owed $4 million in tax liens. Mom and dad pieces of shit did not do their diligence when it comes to taking care of this shit. Uh, November of uh, 2023, November 22nd, 2013 Carter filed a bankruptcy petition to shed more than $3.5 million in debt, mostly taxes owed from the money made at the height of his popularity when he was a child. The petition states that Carter owed the IRS $1.3 million in back taxes from his income in 03 when he was only, let's see, he was born in 95, is that right? No, I'm sorry, he was born in 87. Uh, Carter claimed that his earnings helped his parents to purchase 15 homes and 30 cars. However, he didn't get any portion of profits when his parents sold all of that. He also revealed that his dad had once shot a 44 Magnum near his ear, which caused him to go 70% deaf in order to coerce him into signing a $256,000 check. Carter settled all of his tax debt in 2014. In February 2019, Carter bought a home. So I'm just ripping this off Wiki about his finances. So the shit is ugly. This is an ugly, ugly scenario here. Very very sad. The day after 34-year-old singer Aaron Carter was found dead at his home in Southern California, Nick Carter remembered his younger brother saying that despite, quote-unquote, a complicated relationship, his love for him never ever faded now when you say yeah it's complicated that means you hate each other we all know that uh when you say when discussing your sibling and family members and say it's complicated someone hates someone if you're talking about your marriage it's complicated that means someone's cheating there's cheating going on okay In a posting Sunday on Instagram with photos of the two through the years, Nick said his heart was broken after the death of the youngest of five Carter siblings, whom he called his baby brother. My heart has been broken today, wrote Nick Carter, even though my brother and I have had a complicated relationship. My love for him has never, ever faded. I've always held on to the hope that he would somehow someday want to walk a healthy path and eventually find the help that he so desperately needed. So what Nick's saying there is, Yeah, my brother's a junkie, or was a junkie, and uh, that's that. You know, sometimes that happens, and sometimes families will like, uh, um, uh, to not enable them, they will break off the relationship. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know, but obviously there's an issue. Deputies responded 11 a.m. Saturday following reports of a medical emergency at Carter's home in Lancaster, California. Authorities said a house sitter found a man in the bathtub in the home and resuscitation efforts were unsuccessful. Carter had struggled with substance abuse and mental health. In 2017, he attended rehab and was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence and marijuana charges. In 2019, Carter said on an episode of the talk show The Doctors that he was taking medication for acute anxiety Manic depression, multiple personality disorder. That same year, Nick and Angel Aaron's twin sister said they filed a restraining order against him. So, Nick, and that's what he means by complex. See what I mean? There's something complex. All right. Your brother and your sister filed a restraining order against you. Holy shit. In September, Aaron went to rehab for the fifth time. In hopes of regaining custody of his young son Prince with his fiance Melanie Martin at the time. Prince was under the court ordered care of Martin's mother. Yikes. Yeah, very, very messy. Very, very messy indeed. This is why, if your kid has talent, you gotta you can't I mean, seriously, this is ridiculous. You gotta take care of your kids. You can't use them for a cash cow. This is what happens to them. Life expectancy reduced by like 50 years for being a child celebrity. My God. All right. Let's see. Is there anything else I wanted to cover with you today? No? I I think that's it. I think I am going to call it a show. That is my time. This rousing edition of... Oh, that's right. You know what? I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Aaron was also selling nudes on OnlyFans. That's how bad the problems were. That is true. I did see that. He actually had an OnlyFans page in March. How do you know that, by the way, Rob? <laughs> he set up an OnlyFans account. Uh, he was charging 50 to to $100 per nude photo or $26 a month. Uh, the prices are steep and the content is bizarre. The reviews of Aaron Carter's OnlyFans page are in and they're not good. Um, he came out as bisexual. As a teenager, Carter dated several high profile celebrities, including Hillary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. In September of 2018... Carter became engaged to former beauty queen and Playboy model, Carrie Ann Panache. He proposed to her on stage while performing at the Palms Casino Resort in Las Vegas. Carter broke off the engagement after six days, saying his decision to propose was impulsive. Carter came out as bisexual, August of 2017. Through Twitter, and later that year, on December eighteenth, he made a uh, guest appearance on the LGBTQ and a podcast to discuss both his career and sexuality. He uh, he reaffirmed his bisexuality publicly on at least one other occasion, but also said that he had only ever had relationships with women. So, is that saying I you know he's like. I, cause I, you know, as yes, you know, I find many men to be handsome devils. I think that makes me slightly bisexual. I've never had a relationship with a man, ever. The only ding dong I've ever touched was me and my sons. And that was when I was cleaning his little pecker when he was wearing diapers. You're like, wait, what? But I would like to say that I think. I am somewhat bisexual. And I think we all are. We just haven't yet come to grips with it. Okay, pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. A word TC Paintball. School is out. Get your kids to TC Paintball and uh, earn father or mother of the year points. Holy cow. Something new and fun to do. What a great idea. Gather up the dads, the kids. Uh, You're looking at, okay, you and your neighborhood. You got about five, six, seven dads that you hang with when you have your uh, neighborhood driveway fires, you know, where everybody flirts with each other, maybe smoke some cigs, maybe a little marijuana, maybe drink a little. Okay, that's fun. Well, plan a uh, event at TC Paintball. Those seven dads, uh, It's about 14 kids. There you go. You got a damn bash. You can do 14 on seven. Kids versus uh, the old fuckers. How much fun would that be? All this fun is uh, at TC Paintball, TC PaintballGR.com. All you need, it's come as you are. You just walk in, give me your money, say, take my money. They give you the paint, they give you the gun, the mask. If you want to upgrade, uh to like protective gear if your kid's kind of a puss or you are you know off you go man it's sweet but i love it man you get you get smacked with a good one. Ow, it hurts for about 10 seconds and then that's it then you get a glorious welt that makes you look like a badass so much fun you don't always get welts i don't want to uh, paint a negative picture it does happen there's no doubt some of those hits hurt but uh all the fun can be had at tcpaintballgr.com if your kid starts crying after he gets a hit, well, yeah, maybe maybe put some armor on the kid. I don't know. Anyway, thank you to Rick and everybody at TC Paintball. Where are we going now? Hello to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. If you need money out of your home, if you've owned it for a little while, and you're like, fuck, man, my roof is shit. I got to spend some money on this house. Yeah, get the money out of your home. Yeah, refinance that deal for the cost of the new roof. And uh, you pay it back at a mortgage level of interest rate as opposed to credit card level of interest rate, which is night and day. And then you spread out that payment over the life of that loan, maybe 15, maybe 30, no big deal. You barely, barely notice it, and you got a new roof. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Hey, what's up? It's your pal EZ with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane Show podcast, the Eufy Video Lock. Oh my gosh. Smart Lock, 2K cam, and doorbell three in one, triple security. You got everything in one device, all right? Rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app that it's going to work okay, and that app, and oh my God. This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes. They walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. And of course, it's a video camera. So it's all there. You can see who shows up at your door. This is fantastic. We live in a golden age for home security. And the Eufy Video Lock is the top of the heap, okay? You can go to ufiofficialcom slash video lock for more information. This thing is easy to install. The setup, all you need is a Phillips screwdriver. No drilling or anything like that. All the keyless entry components make it so fantastic. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Amazing. No battery anxiety. You've got the ultimate I don't know what it is, super lithium whatever that keeps this thing powered for a long, long time. No monthly fee on this, unlike other brands that do that. They just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee. I love the Eufy Video Lock. Get to eufyofficial.com slash video lock, E-U-F-Y official.com slash video lock. Uh, Rolling on more of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Welcome hello to you all. Welcome to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Patreon bonus for this, the 9th of November, 2023. I just spilled like a Exxon Valdez amount of coffee right here on this table. Thank you. It's another fantastic day, and um, I was just reading that the winter is coming. Winter is coming. Remember that? Game of Thrones? Winter is coming. This weekend, we're getting snow. Yes. Yes, I love it. I love Michigan. Say yes to Michigan. Say yes, yes, yes. Say yes! Oh boy, man, we got a we got one coming in hot today. Uh, Kenny's fuck youing people again. He dropped some fuck yous uh, on the free podcast, and then uh, I see he's dropping go fuck yourselves on the on the comments. To my post when I said uh, something like, Kenny abuses dogs. (laughs) I can't believe, what did I write? P.S. I can't believe Kenny said he likes to hit animals, which is just so fucking stupid. Of course he does not like to hit animals. Of course. I know that. It was just because the silliness of the conversation in the free podcast. When he kind of like, "Hey, man, you're like, you like hit a dog or smack it, throw us? What do you say, throw a smack?" I don't know. He said something ridiculous, and he couldn't. He knew he was talking himself into a corner, so I just let him do it. This is hot on the heels of the big, the big turmoil from uh, phone bill gate which led to numerous fuck yous and hurt feelings. And I, we are not about hurt feelings on this show. No, we, that is not the goal. So then when, after he talked about hitting animals, I posted it to the, uh, Patreon message. Hey, uh, podcast starts soon. P.S. I can't believe Kenny said he likes to hit animals. Now, of course he does not. Of course. And I have to say that. I have to make that clear. Because if I don't, you know, it's going to fester that he's... Oh, man, now they think I'm an animal abuser. And clearly, it's not. He did say something. I don't even remember what he said. But he did not say that he likes to hit animals. Kenny wrote... And I could just... When I read his comments back to me, I hear Kenny voice. I hear it because it's written as knock it off, man. I never said that. But what it comes out, what I, what I hear in my brain is, hey, mate, knock it off, mate. I never said that. Very sweet, kind Maureen, she says, Eric, don't poke the bear. And then we it gets weird. Because Nate wrote, Box of Puppies, Kenny, what a schmuck. Clearly kind of just, you know, needling him. Now, Kenny is under the impression that Nate uh, texted me during the show. And so he's really upset at Nate. And uh, he wrote, go fuck yourself, nut bull. (laughs) So, uh, before the podcast even starts, he's telling audience members to go fuck themselves. All right. So I don't know what's going on there, but now Nate fucking laughing. What the fuck, Nate? What are you laughing about? Now, look, I can tell you this, uh, that Nate had nothing to do with who sent the text earlier. I will say that that was not Nate. And it's hilarious that Kenny thinks that it was, it wasn't. It was not Nate. And I would not lie. I have never lied to you. I, the only person I'm going to lie to, obviously, is over key things like timing of 911 calls.
1: you a big dick
4: because I know you want to. I'm a I'm 50-year-old the, man doing what the, a 50-year-old man should. I'm a 50-year-old
3: man doing what a 50-year-old man should.
0: Whose voice is deeper? I'm a 50-year-old man doing Uh, No lie, Nate was not responsible, but I let you think that it was, you know, I basically just, I, I told you then, no, it wasn't Nate and you don't believe me. I know you don't believe me. Nate has no problem with you. You just assumed, which is part of the fun. Holy shit. Uh, Rob writes, I was going to ask if Kenny was wearing a Ray Rice jersey, so don't feel bad, Kyler. Yeah. Maureen, when she says no picking on Kenny, Kyler says she sounds like she's part of the uh, group formerly known as Zaniacs with that one. Uh, Rob, Blue State Rob says, especially when Gretchen gets re-elected, love Michigan. Chris wrote, fuck Michigan. Chris is, uh, is not about Whitmer. He is not on the same page. He does not. You see, Chris does not like lockdowns and he does not like masks and he does not like uh, tough decisions being made to keep people safe. Chris is like, we should have freedom. And that's why he's so upset. Now, I uh, love the whole idea of taking all the old people and putting them into COVID wards. It was a great idea. So is uh, shutting down all business. That's a great idea because then the only ones that go under are the shitty ones. So I, I, you know, I support that. And masks in school, fuck yes. Those kids should be masked now. They should be masked at home still. So a lot going on here. Uh, Kenny is now dropping. I don't give a fucks. So he's dropping. Go fuck yourselves. I don't give a fucks and fuck yous today. It's the only person in the audience who is uh, who is dropping such horrible, horrible things. I have a poll posted in the uh, in the chat on Patreon. You have two choices on the chat, uh, on this poll. How awesome are the Kenny segments? You get two votes. Awesome, wind him up. And the other choice is, I want to have sex with Kenny. So 57% of you say awesome, wind him up. And 43% of the seven votes that are in are saying they want to have sex with Kenny. Stevie says both are terrible suggestions. Yeah, well, you know what? You are not the boss. In, in this so you know you really can't you know comment on that just vote and shut up that's all you can really do oh we need more choices eric no you cannot those are only two choices i keep my polls simple how about uh stevie and maureen stop telling me how to run my polls and uh here's your jobs vote and then the other side of that is shut up that's what you should do Okay, those are the those are your options. Uh, Vote. Three options. Vote, listen or watch and shut up. In the great state of Pennsylvania. Part of Election Central 2022, your old pal Eric Zane, the day after Election Day. Uh, Congratulations going out to Democrat Anthony Tony DeLuca. Uh, he has just been reelected as a um, state representative in the state of Pennsylvania. So he's going to go to, uh, what's the capital of Pennsylvania? Harrisburg? I don't know. Go to Harrisburg. Uh, no, no, he's not going to go to Harrisburg. He's um, For his term, he ain't going to do shit because he's fucking dead. The incumbent, Tony DeLuca, died October 9th. He had a brief battle with lymphoma, a disease he had twice previously beaten. He was 85 and the, the voters voted this idiot. Well, I shouldn't say idiot. He didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. The idiot voters voted him in. DeLuca was Pennsylvania's longest serving state rep, according to the Pittsburgh post gazette. Now, um, Now, I would assume the voters did this because they love Tony DeLuca, you know? And this is kind of like, hey, we're going to send you off to the afterlife. It's been one month since you kicked the bucket that we're going to vote you in. And obviously, you cannot uh, represent these people because you are, in fact, dead. And then they give it to someone else? Is that what I... Or... Maybe not. Maybe the opponent was so shitty they said we would rather have a dead guy representing us than whoever the other asshole is. While we're incredibly saddened by the loss of Representative Tony DeLuca, we are proud to see the voters to continue to show their confidence in him and his commitment to Democratic values by reelecting him posthumously, a special election will follow soon. Pennsylvania House Democrats said in a tweet. Um, AP, Associated Press, calls HD32 race for Tony DeLuca. DeLuca died in October. Some folks commenting that the voters here were oblivious. Some certainly were, but for others, they likely preferred the idea of a special election over electing the third-party candidate on the ballot. So is this such a blue part of the country, blue part of Pennsylvania, that there wasn't even... A Republican that was running? Uh, all right. This person writes, ha! More election fraud! Why was a dead person on the ballot? Probably an algorithm put in place to vote straight Democrat across the board. SMH! 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 SMH SMH Okay. So that's interesting. A special election will follow. As we speak, right now, three Senate seats on the uh, national election are still up for grabs. Not known. All right? Right now, 49 seats are filled by Republicans. 48 are filled by Democrats. 51 wins. All right? Now, if it does go back to 50-50... Democrats still win because the deciding vote would be the vice president. If I'm not mistaken. Still up in the air. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, you know, it's tough. It's tough to call right now. But uh, the Georgia one, it might come down to the Georgia thing. My God. Uh, Georgia is uh, probably going to that that runoff, Arizona is not yet secured. Too close to call. And in the house, it's looking like the Republicans are going to take over the house, and that's, you know, silver lining for the Republicans because this has been a disaster for the most part. Um you need 218 seats in the house to have a majority right now. Republicans have 203 and Democrats have 175 and there are 57 house seats still left in play. Okay. In Arizona the Democrat leads. In Georgia the Democrat leads. In in uh, and this is back in the Senate and in Nevada the Republican leads. So that means if that all stays the same, that would mean that it goes 50-50, okay? If Arizona falls or goes to the Democrats, which uh, Democrats lead it right now, and Georgia goes to Warnock in a month if there's a runoff, which appears there will be, then they would get two. And if Nevada goes red, as it is right now with this uh, uh, Loxalt, 50-50, nothing st- changed The more things change, the more they stay the same. All right. I want to uh, get back to calling uh Joe's service center where the winning ticket was sold before I do anything else. It is now 9:33 in Altadena, California, which is just to the uh, east of the Los Angeles area which I am looking very forward to going back to to visit and see all my homeless friends. This will probably go nowhere as a lot of these calls do. seems like Kenny's the only, Kenny and Stu are the only ones who ever pick up to talk to Morning, mama. Hey, it's Joe in. Hello. Hey, Joe, how are you? It's Eric Zane. Yeah. How you doing? Congratulations thank you buddy thank you very much i'm so happy for you thank you thank you very much i saw you on the news and all those all those poor people oh my god yeah a lot of people here so um now joe do you get one million dollars i don't know i heard that but i don't get anything okay well if you do you're gonna have a hell of a party aren't you
1: no no party no no i have a I have a most of money expense on my grandchildren. Do you want to go to school? Okay. And uh, I want to take care of 11 grandchildren.
0: You sound like one of the nicest people in the whole world. Thank you, sir. Why? Because you're just sweet. I saw you on TV, and you just made me very happy. I just enjoyed yeah.
1: I like I like people. You know what? Every customer purchase a ticket. I wish you good luck. I hope to, 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 you we be the winner. You're going to win the money. Yeah. So, I have a I have a good feeling. Somebody bites from my neighborhood.
0: Joe, are you a, are you an Armenian? I'm Lebanese. Lebanese. You're, you're I could hear it. Hear it. Bari, Bari, yes, Bari yes. That's why that's why I have a good heart. Inspectious. Yes. Love love mercy. Oh my that's, that's God! Why. Well, I'm I, I'm half Armenian too, and I'm I'm going to yeah. be I'm going to be in Glendale in a in about a month. So I would love to come and see you. You're more than welcome. Anytime. Okay, uh, Joe, God bless you. Sound thank you sound fantastic. Thank you very much. Okay, Appreciate thank it. you, buddy. Bye-bye. I fucking knew it. I knew it. You see, God's chosen people. <laughs> Incredible. He goes, half Armenian, Lebanese Armenian. So he's half perfect. Now. Um, I'm only half perfect too, but, uh, you know, I, I can't say anything more about that because then I'll end up like insulting my mother. You know, I'm so full of Armenian pride that I forget that, you know, I've got Lithuanian and, uh, and German and Irish all in me, but I knew it. I could tell just by the way he spoke his English. I just kept seeing and hearing my father and my aunt. And my uncles in this man. Ryan says, I wish you would have told him you were sexually attracted to him. Chris says, wouldn't that be something if he were Turkish? I would have said, fuck you. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. That guy was great. I'm glad I got a hold of him. Okay. That's a win. That is a win. I have a new political hottie to talk about. Um, I talked to you about Carrie Lake on the free podcast. Um, She's the Republican, but she's got a huge mouth. You know? I mean, she's just a fucking troublemaker. I I just don't like her personality, but so hot. All right. And uh, it's very rare that I'm really sexually attracted to a short-haired woman. But, I mean, she looks that great and she's of age. She's a little young. She's 53. But uh, her opponent, okay? Man, I did not know this. I saw a small little picture of her opponent, Democratic opponent for the Arizona uh, governor's race, Katie Hobbs. And I was like, but she's a smoke show too. Holy shit. 52, little young, but she is a babe. Oh my God. I don't know about you, but I'm a sucker for chicks who let their hair turn gray and just wear it like, and it's styled perfectly, but gray. I mean, here she is wearing a fucking wife beater and she is absolutely gorgeous. Oh my God. Look at her. I'm a big fan of the glasses, too. Okay? Uh, Here she is, indicating she likes to party because she drank all that booze, wearing mom clothes. Okay? Here she is in mom pants and a t-shirt. Hot. Look at this. She is a babe. I'm sorry. Now, I don't know if she's on my uh, Mount Rushmore, because right now it's Carrie Lake. And it's Whitmer and it's Christy Noem. But I also had Tudor Dixon on there, but Tudor Dixon is, um, well, you know, she lost and it remains to be seen what's going to happen with uh, Carrie Lake here. I don't, I mean, am I allowed to, can I make provisions? Oh, of course I can. It's my, it's my game. I can decide what the, what oh my God, look at her. She's just gorgeous. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit torn as to who actually can be on the Mount Rushmore. There can only be four old women that are absolute babes. So I'm just throwing that out there that um, I tracked down this Katie Hobbs, and uh, I think she's really, really cute. Uh, Ryan says, I thought you liked Tudor. she seems young for you 45. no that's true. I, I did I did think she was attractive but not nearly as attractive as as Whitmer because she's too young. 45 is is you know no I that is fucking gross. That grosses me out. young woman, old guy. I am not a fan. Uh, my old radio partner Greg is married to a child. And that is going to end horribly. Oh, fuck. She's 30 fucking four years old. He's 50. Might even be 51. That is not okay. I do not approve of that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, All right, you can still vote on the poll. How awesome are the Kenny segments? Awesome. Wind him up. 57%. I want to have sex with Kenny. 43. All right. Dead guy wins. Katie Hobbs. Also hot. Giving a phone. Putting a phone call out. To my new friend Joe. From Joe's service center. Who sold. The 200 and. Uh, $6 billion ticket. Very, very sweet man. I want to go over this because, and this is pretty intricate, but, um, uh, where I live is a uh, congressional district in the, uh, house of representatives, the, the U S house of representatives. And it is known as district number three. Now this was the district that used to be held by a guy named Justin Amash, um, well, they, they kind of like, well, in the area, they ended up uh, re, redistricting it and redrawing the lines. But essentially, this was Justin Amash. Yeah, he turned on Trump. He went independent. Uh, he, there was an election. He lost. Peter Meyer, the Republican, uh, won that. And he was only there for a short amount of time. And then the insurrection happens. And then Peter, Peter Meyer was in this studio when he was running for that seat. Okay. He showed up here. Uh, and actually came and sat down. It was before the pandemic. Nice, nice guy. Um, ginger. And, uh, then when the whole insurrection came, he, uh, he turned on Trump. He voted for impeachment. Everybody looked at him as a traitor and he said, fuck you. And, uh, the Republicans cast him out. And the guy who won was this John Gibbs. Okay. And, uh, that was, um, this is Gibbs right here. Uh, and so he was the Republican nominee. And he was going against uh, this lady right here. Was kind of a babe, way young though. Uh, Hillary Skolton. She's the Democrat. Now, I did not think that Skolton was going to win that. This is in Kent County, Michigan, which... Uh, did is blue for this most recent election, but I didn't think that this was going to happen. She won that fucking congressional seat. Okay. And her ads were very, um, hi, I'm Hillary Skolten. And this is what I stand for. They were very, um, uh, she was very upfront and calm in her demeanor. And then Gibbs's ads and the, uh, political action committee ads that were not trying to, um, bash her we're like Hillary Skelton she supports rapists she supports ending police she supports dead babies she eats abortions vote for John Gibbs or Hillary Skelton we'll eat your babies! Well, Skelton won. She won the election. Okay. And so that's fucking cool. And that, but this cock Gibbs, he just conceded. And listen to this concession by this asshole. What a dick. I'm going to read it to you word for word. Now, I'll, I'll give, uh, I'll give credit to Tudor Dixon's concession speech. This is how you do a concession speech. This is what Tudor Dixon said. Um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Tudor Dixon this morning released the following statement. I called Governor Whitmer this morning to concede and wish her well. Michigan's future success rests not in elected officials of government, but all of us. It is incumbent upon all of us to help our children read, support law enforcement, and grow our economy. Thank you to our volunteers and supporters for working so hard to forge a better Michigan. We came up short, but we'll never stop fighting for our families. Now, as you know, women, as I talked about in the free podcast have just been dominating the elections. It's, I mean, every, every good thing that I've talked about, in my opinion, there's been a woman behind it. This concession falls in line with that. Of course, an appropriate concession speech is being made by a woman. The men cannot even write a fucking concession speech because listen to what this cocksucker, John Gibbs, wrote. First of all, it's way too long. If you get the fuck kicked out of you by a woman, take the L. Move on. Dick writes... I'm immensely proud of all our volunteers, supporters, donors, and prayer warriors who are making great who are making this great journey possible. You made history as a ragtag band of regular Americans who went toe to toe against the machine and won a historic primary. So that's a li- even that's a little like okay, okay but I'll, I'll let it slide. Likewise, in the general election, we worked far harder. We knocked on more doors and we got to know more voters than the opposition. Well, timeout. Uh, how do you know that? And uh, even if you did, uh, who gives a fuck? You know, because it says lost next to your name. I'm proud of what we accomplished against a well-funded opponent who had the complete backing of the media and the wealthiest liberals from New York to California. Yet they never garnered as much grassroots support, energy, and momentum as us. They kind of did. You know, uh, C.L. next to your name, fucko. Thank you as well to my great staff. For the countless long nights and weekends you put in planning events, going everywhere with me to meet volunteers and keeping all the trains running on time. Yet, through no fault of our own, the results did not turn out the way we wanted. Kind of your fault. Case in point. Like, when you said the United States suffered from women being allowed to vote and praised the organization trying to repeal the 19th Amendment. You remember that? No fault of our own. Women should not be allowed to vote. That actually happened. Gibbs actively argued against women being granted the right to vote. Saying that it led to an enlarged federal government. This is years ago, but he did say it. And it was brought to light during this campaign. So you can't say no fault of our own. I would say your fault in particular. Why you lost. Maybe for these words, dick. This is what he said way back when. Some argue that in a democratic society, it is hypocritical or unjust for women who are 50% of the population not to have the vote. Gibbs' website read, This is obviously not true, since the founding fathers, who understood liberty and democracy more than anyone, did not believe so. In addition, all people under age 18 can't vote although they too compromise a significant portion of the population. So we cannot say that women should be able to vote simply because they are a large part of the population. Signed, John Gibbs. What the fuck? It's not your fault? My God. And that's just the start of it. There's more there, but I don't have time to read it all. John adds in his concession speech, I've always said that this election is about crazy versus normal. And the results we witnessed on Tuesday and continuing attest to that, not only in my district, but all around the country. Well, yeah, no fault of me, and crazy's going to win. Oh, my God. Way to insult half of the population, asshole. Defying historic norms, the president's opposing party barely picked up seats and only barely flipped the house during a midterm election, featuring a deeply unpopular president, near record low congressional approval, and a poor economy. Many of the best candidates the Republican Party has ever fielded, lost under shocking results across the nation. Yeah, what does that tell you? Despite all those things going on, you still got your ass kicked. Here in our district... Precinct level returns per candidate in Kent County went dark before midnight and remain down even now, taking away our ability to track returns at the level, at that level, and identify any local anomalies. Uh-oh. An unacceptable situation at a time when people are losing faith in the security of our elections. Uh, no, crazy people like you are losing faith in the security of the elections. We aren't. You are. You know, the same guy who said women shouldn't be allowed to vote. Huh? He concludes with, I'm glad we did our best. I love all of our volunteers, supporters, and staff. I pray that God would strengthen us, encourage us, and that his will would be accomplished through this great task. Final sentence. I wish Hillary Scolton the best in representing West Michigan. Thanks! What the fuck? That's his concession speech. Oh my God. Fuck you, John Gibbs. Oh. Holy shit. What an asshole. Chris. I love Chris's comments. This is so ironic coming from a person who at one point in history was only considered three-fifths of a person. wow. Well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed my post-election day extravaganza. There is no one who pulled it off the way I could have because of my exquisite talents and my ability to pick these moments apart. And I did it all. I did it all while this hothead Kenny was telling everybody to fuck off. Now, I'm okay with him doing that. I love him dearly. But I'm just going to tell you, that was tough. Plus, I've got Joe from Joe's Service Center on, my Armenian brother, who just sold a $2.6 billion ticket. I would have to say that this may be one of my brightest moments, frankly. Okay, pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Get yourself an Eric Zane Show podcast t-shirt at ericzaneshow.com. Click Merch. All sorts of styles there. They range uh, on a good day down to 16 bucks a pop. Sometimes uh, they're on sale. Actually, quite a bit they're on sale. Go check it out and buy a bunch. Ericzaneshow.com, Click Merch. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. My man, Kent, drop the E out of you. His lovely wife, Jill. I saw her at the uh, Locks for Rock event. Let me see if off the top of my head I can remember the names of these kids. I know I love the names of your kids. You got a Cole. You've got a Jude. Fuck. Wait a minute. You got a Cole, a Luke, a Luke, a Jude. Man, I'm struggling. Kent, look him up and see if he sent me a text. Oh, he had to... Oh, shit. He must have sent it on email. Cole, Bo! Bo! It's Cole, Jude, Bo. It's not Bo and Luke, is it? That would be like the Dukes of Hazard. I think I'm wrong on the Luke thing. I got to know right this second. Oh, hang on. Pooh's Pooh's calling me. Hello? She's a nuisance. Uh, But, hey, I'm recording this, so everything we say is going to be, like, heard, so that's okay.
1: Why, is this your Patreon?
0: No, no, I'm recording the uh, Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast.
1: Oh, well, then I think yee-yee should be on there. Who, Matthew? No, I love Matthew. Just uh, trying to figure out what yee-yee means. Have we figured that out yet?
0: No, ma'am. No, ma'am. We haven't. That's just what they say.
1: Hmm. I mean, I think it might be better just to say yahoo.
0: Oh, I know. I I hate yee-yee. It's dumb. It's hard to say. (laughs) Dear. Well, I love you.
1: Okay, well, have fun.
0: Yes, ma'am. You too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. God damn it. Where is... Where did I... Kent sent... Maybe it was on the chat. I know for sure you got a Bo, a Jude, a Cole. (sighs) Fucking that up. All right, well, when when you hear this, Kent, send me the text. I need to know. Anyway... Kent is the main man at the uh, at Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. Very proud to say the lowest price for flooring anywhere in the state of Michigan. That is a fact. So it doesn't matter how far you are away. Make the trek to the discount outlet in Granville, Michigan, along Chicago Drive. Right behind the Little Caesars. The lowest price for flooring in the entire state. And then you take 10 percent off of that when you mention my name thank you to the johnson carpet one discount outlet in granville michigan okay um uh, while i'm at it hello to blue frost it the managed it service provider for this podcast and for your business too if you don't have a managed it service provider That you have ready to go at your beck and call. Basically your own IT department. Well, you're just rolling the dice, man. Because it's not a matter of if, but uh, when. Something's going to happen with your tech. And then things are going to slow down. And then time is money. While you uh, uh, run out the ground ball trying to hire some dope to come to your place and fix your gear or set you up. I don't know. Maybe get you out of the uh, virus scenario that you have or the ransomware. My God, don't say it. Uh, blue frost. I T can help with all of that, but be like your old pal EZ and have them on a retainer. Uh, I throw 150 bucks at my friends at blue frost. I T once a month and I have them ready to go. If anything goes south, they fix it. It's the first thing I did when I built my business. I bought all the shit, all the tech, and then I had, I hired him to be in charge of it. Do the same, or else you're going to wind up uh, in a bad spot, a real bad spot, just like my pal, the Iron Sheik would say. I fuck his ass with my dick. You're gonna, you're that's going to be you. If your IT goes out, if your tech goes out. I'm going to fuck his ass with a beer bottle. You're going to be the one getting it with the beer bottle. I can't get enough of these drops. I'll fuck his ass with my dick. Iron Sheik, may he rest in peace. I'm going to fuck his ass with a beer bottle. <laughs> now, the Sheik, before he died, he was married to his wife, Carol, for 47 years. that's a clip when he was on Stern, and you know, she probably brought him to the venue and uh, was sitting in the green room, and she hears her husband say,
1: I'm going to fuck his ass with a beer bottle.
0: She's like, God damn it. What the fuck? I'll fuck his ass with my dick. He's on Howard Stern saying he's going to fuck his ass with my dick, and he's going to fuck his ass. I'm going to fuck his ass with a beer bottle i'm gonna fuck his ass with a beer bottle (laughs) all right well um that's it i got one more uh what do you call it bit to play for you i don't know what the fuck is on it something kenny related no doubt enjoy this final segment of not the best of the eric zane show podcast (laughs) During smarter than a former drug dealer trivia with Dale. You've may have noticed. Bzz, 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 bzz. Someone's trying to reach me. It's my daughter, Jacqueline. Can't talk right now. It's it's about the car. She writes. Oh my God. You know, and, and it kept on buzzing. I was like, you know, she's. uh. First she called. And I hit the button. It says, can I call you later? Then she texts. Well, typically, most people know that if you get the, can I call you later? the impl- I'm implying that I am in the middle of something. So I've got Dale on this phone. Send my high-tech phone system set up to the microphone. If while I'm trying to talk to uh, Brian C. and Dale and another rip roaring edition of Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia, and I'm constantly getting, bzz, 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 bzz. Like, uh, God, come on now. So I, I had hoped that um, giving her the old, can I call you later, would have been enough for most people in, in the world that is. But, you know, kids, kids. I need help with something with car. Now, a little bit of background. Her vehicle is uh, in the repair shop. She hit something in the road, and uh, the vehicle was damaged. So she's getting it repaired. She insures her vehicle herself with her own insurance policy. I wrote, stand by. implying again i'm gonna get back to you she writes okay which i'm like "Ah, fuck you can hear this all in smarter than a former drug dealer trivia i wrote podcast i'm which is supposed to be podcasting oh okay you can call me after do you know how long You know, and that's going right into the microphone. I wrote, and then I said to the boys, I go, hang on. I actually need to respond to this. I wrote five minutes. Do not respond. It's bleeding through onto my show. I call when the show is over. Hey, my car is going to be ready today. I go, that is great. She goes, there's a $500 deductible. She goes, what am I supposed to do with that? I don't want to be rude. And I wasn't. I would never, I wouldn't dream of doing that. You know me. I'm always very diplomatic. I don't ever say anything mean to anyone. Just ask Kenny. Well, um. That's because of the insurance policy you purchased. And uh, in the event something like this happens, that's the type of coverage you have. That's that's your coverage that you purchased. Yeah, I know. Well, I know what she's getting at. I mean, I know what's up. She wants me to pay for that. I go, well, you know, I, I get it. I go, do you, do you have the money to pay for it or are you hard up? She goes, well, you know, I'd have to put it on a credit card. And I'm like, Okay, well, um, I didn't really say much. And she's smart enough to understand that I was kind of like, you know, you're out of the nest. (laughs) You're about to be married here in 11 days. There's kind of like a little wiggle room from a dad's perspective. You know, there's just some things as we get closer to the wedding day that I, I cannot be on the hook for that. You use the car. I, in fact, I gave you the car. The car was free. I gave Jim a car when we needed a new car. I didn't sell it. I afforded him the same thing I afforded you. That's what you do for your kids. You need a car? Here's a car. It's your car. You put gas in the car, you insure the car. If you run into something in the road, you pay for the repair of the car if there's a $500 deductible. She calls me. I'm like, and I didn't, I, I wasn't rude. Wasn't rude. No hurt feelings. She goes, well, maybe Justin can help and i'm like i like that idea <laughs> in 11 days your last name changes so, you know i think we're i think you should be in that kind of frame of mind up to this point right i mean uh, are you with me do i get an amen do i get an hallelujah from the congregation can i get an amen how about that that's you know so uh it ended. The conversation ended. She wrote, Justin will help me. Don't forget about my squish. Now, it should be noted that the two of those people combined uh make more money than Diana and I make combined. <laughs> It's close, but I know they make more than me. I know it. Then Diane and I combined. Diane didn't make anything. Diane is so underpaid. It's, she is the only person in the teaching profession who's under underpaid. All the rest of them are overpaid. I think I'm going to start to draw, drop that on them. You guys make more money than we do. I'm going to ask you for money. I'm going to hold a sign out in front of your house for crying out loud. They do very well. He is a, uh, a certified public accountant. And uh, I know how much money she makes. Chris says you should ask them for a car. That was a fun story that I wanted to share with you. Okay. It wasn't long ago on this show, we talked about the story somewhere in Mexico where the guy was shooting video of a dog running through the streets, carrying some dude's head in his his mouth. There was some ugly drug thing that went down, and then the bad guys... Well, when the rival cartels or whatever, they, they want to, they want to send a message. They'll like kill somebody and then, uh, dismember the body and put it like someplace that where people will see it to send a message. So they, they did that and they, they put it like in, uh, you walk into a, a little vestibule they use the ATM, you know, and it's a open doorway scene glassed in. And there was a, a guy there, but he was all cut up in different parts And before the guy went in to use the ATM, a local dog, uh, ran in and grabbed the guy's head and was running through the streets. And and this guy shot video is incredible. Well, now we don't have to go nearly as far to see something as, as heinous as that. We only need to go to one of America's deadliest, shittiest places. That would be Jackson, Mississippi, which Jackson's come a long way. From when uh, uh, John and June Carter sang about, We got married in a fever, hotter than a pepper sprout. We've been talking about Jackson ever since a fire went out. I'm going to Jackson. She goes, hey, go comb your hair. See if I care. Great song. June Carter Cash, great voice. Oh my God. Very rowdy voice on that woman. It used to. They're both dead. Well, anyway. Jackson, Mississippi. The Jackson police are try- looking for answers as a dog was uh, wandering through the streets with some dude's arm. Monday. Uh, Let's see. Well, authorities said this on Monday. It happened over the weekend. Uh, uh, Abandoned house in the woods. The body's arm was recovered on a street near the abandoned house, but the head hadn't been located as of Monday morning. The victim appeared to be a dude one of these stories, the dog's going to be carrying like a dick in balls. Can you imagine seeing a dog uh, 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 walking through the streets with some guy's dick in his mouth? It's a very graphic and brutal picture. The mutilation of a body. My reaction is one of disgust, is of is one of concern. Said Jackson Mayor Chakwi Antar Lamumba at a Monday news conference. He then added, and probably the biggest understatement of the year, this is not something you grow accustomed to. It's never something you want to grow accustomed to. Yeah, I I would say that there isn't a person alive that would disagree with uh, a dog running through the street with a human arm in his, in his mouth, an arm in its mouth. So, uh, yeah, of course, this is... Uh, not something you grow accustomed to and it's never something you want to grow accustomed to what a stupid thing to say as if there would be someone disputing that saying whoa 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 wait a minute don't speak for me i may want to grow accustomed to seeing a dog running through the street with body parts in its mouth what an idiot mare The authorities declined to release the name of the victim or more details surrounding the case Monday amid an ongoing investigation. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi is not that big of a community, and this is the 117th homicide of the year. My God. Fuck, I'll tell you what. If you run like... um, the neighborhood association or the uh, uh visitjackson.com. every community has a, a come see grand rapids stay and play in battle creek come see us in sterling heights or come visit kent county there's always a, a board that's in charge of that how do you how do you pick up the quote-unquote pieces from this story, when you're with the uh, Visitors Bureau for Jackson, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, I know that it's occasionally you might see a dog running through the street with someone's arm and maybe one day dick and balls, but uh, come visit us in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, it's stories like this that keeps people away, you know? There was just a story that I heard. That in a community not far from where I live, and that's a real shithole called Muskegon Heights. Now, in the Muskegon area, you don't have to go far until you're in a war zone. One of those war zones is Muskegon Heights. And what happens is, first of all, everybody that lives in these war zone communities, no one has any money. All right. No one is moving to these places. The only, only moving is people trying to get out of those places. It was a news story about a month ago that the first, I'm not making it up, new construction of a home broke down in Muskegon Heights. Or broke, broke ground, I should say, not broke down, broke ground in Muskegon Heights for the first time. In 20 years. My God. Nate asks if the guy was okay. Chris asks, do they know who it is? I don't think so. Kyler. That's really pulling a guy's arm. Wow, you guys are uh, on fire today. Kyler even added, does he need a hand? Oh, God. Fucking horrible. Nate says, because Nate used to live in the area of uh, Muskegon. Generally. We knew it was springtime in Muskegon because the gunshots started back up. Oh, boy. You're not kidding. I hear gunfire all the time where I live, but that's because all these hillbillies are just shooting. That's a very regular thing where I live because where the neighborhood I live in is surrounded by farmers and shit. Eh, Whatever. They're always shooting guns off. My fucking shimmel over here, he's always shooting guns off, bow and arrow and shit, and his chickens are running around. He's a total fucking neck. All right. A little bit more on the uh, Mitchell Miller scenario. I love all this story slowly being um, more and more information because the way it has unfolded and what we've talked about on the show is over the weekend, Boston picks him up like no one will notice. Gary Bettman says bullshit. And then Boston waits a couple of days and then the mom gets pissed and then the team releases him. And now everybody's like, wait a minute, Boston, you picked him up. What were you thinking? The team president is a legend. A guy by the name of Cam Neely uh, had uh, one of the most storied careers as a Bruin of all of them. I mean, he's up there with like Bobby Orr, but he's the president of the team. Audio check, video check. Uh, Here he is uh, called on the carpet trying to answer questions about how this all unfolded with his team saying, ah, maybe no one will notice if we uh, pick up Mitchell Miller, the kid who uh, was an absolute horrible bully to a um, child at 14 years old with fetal alcohol syndrome. And the horrible things that we've covered quite a bit as to what he did to this kid is, in addition to calling him the N-word and making him eat a push pop coated in urinal piss. Uh, Question, is this a a problem with the vetting process? Now, before I play you his answer, we all know that the problem is not a vetting process. It's not a problem with vetting Okay, vetting is when you, uh, you're thinking about bringing someone on and you look at their background, what they've done, who they've pissed off, if they uh, have a uh, checkered past and shit like this. The only vetting you need to do with Mitchell Miller is say the name Mitchell Miller. Everybody knew what the hell Mitchell Miller was all about. It was a gigantic story a few months ago when the Coyotes said we rescind our draft of him it was it was a huge story everybody in hockey covered it hell we covered it on this show so they're asking is it a vetting problem now if they had never heard of Mitchell Miller and they had no idea about it okay which they did then yes it would be appropriate to ask that question and answer with yes it is a vetting problem but this is not a vetting problem. This is turning a blind eye to this kid being a fucking thug. That's what it is.
5: Pardon me? Is this a problem with the vetting process? Absolutely. Liar. Have you reached out to the family since then? No, but I plan on it.
4: What is the organization doing to change the vetting process going
0: forward? Well, God, why can't one of these... um. Reporters who ask that question follow up with, well, you talk about vetting. Are you telling me you had no idea about the checkered past of Mitchell uh, Miller? Is that what you are trying to tell me? And then he's either got to say yes or no. And if he says, Oh no, we, we did know about it. Well, then that contradicts the vetting thing, right?
5: I want to clarify Don Sweeney did talk to Bill Daly on Wednesday. From what I gather,
0: Sweeney's the GM.
5: He said that uh, uh, Mitchell would have to get in front of Gary Bettman if he was going to play in the National Hockey League. Cam, yeah, what's, what's
0: the message to Bruins fans after his last few days in the Uh The message is, uh, we only care about this now that everyone is uh, is yelling at us. We had no we were going to play this kid. He was probably going to start his first NHL game a day after we signed him.
5: Feedback. Very negative feedback you have gotten from a lot of different
0: corners as far as the fan base. Uh, what's what's the message of Bruins fans after the negative feedback?
5: Well, I'm 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 extremely upset that, that we have made a lot of people unhappy with our decision. Um, I take pride in in the Bruins organization and what we stand for, and we failed there.
0: Oh, my God. This is such a, a disturbingly humiliating hat-in-hand moment, and he seems so rattled and weak about this. When you guys announced this, what tangible evidence did you have that Mitchell Miller had you know, done? That's a good question. That's what I was shooting for. When you signed Miller, what evidence did you have that he had done the work to better... What tangible evidence did you have that Mitchell Miller had, you know, done the
5: work to better himself? To better himself. Where you going Well, from everything I heard, he was, you know, he was working on himself, working on, on in, in programs to better himself.
0: So it has nothing to do with vetting, idiot.
5: You know, I was under the impression it was a 14-year-old kid that made a, a really, really bad decision and did some horrible things. And he's 20 years old now, so, you know, I was under the impression that he was, you know, the last six years has done a lot of work on himself.
2: What's your message to the victim's
5: family? Oh, what's
0: your message to the victim's family?
5: Well, as I said, and I'll say it again, um, I want to apologize to Isaiah and his family. It's something that they shouldn't continue to go through. I made it clear that we have to vet this out properly. When it, when it first came to my attention in August, I said, we have to vet this out properly.
0: Okay, so you knew this in August, yet here we are in November, and your team picked him up? That makes you look like, fuck, you're the president of the team.
5: You know, this is something that's a, a massive decision for the organization to make. Yeah,
0: do you
5: feel let down by your hockey ops people
0: when you're standing here today? Uh, bullshit. This is his fault. You're the president of the fucking team. In August, you should have said, nobody touches kid with a 10-foot pole. And that's the end of it. You're the boss.
5: I, there's a lot of people that are, that are let down today. And, you know, I, I, I'm disappointed that we're in this position. We shouldn't be in this position. So we could have done a better job. We should have done a better job.
0: He might lose his job. I think he should lose his job for this. If I own the team, all these motherfuckers lose their job. is your biggest is this your biggest regret regret as an executive regret is what i said
5: (laughs) absolutely i i i this has been no question by far
0: it wouldn't be it wouldn't be though had nobody said anything oh this is ugly thank you i don't think this guy plays for the bruins uh, this is ugly and getting more ugly, in my opinion, as the days go on. Oh my God! Hmm. Wow, that is uh, that is something. So now, if you um, so if you're the if you're the parents of this of the uh, of the kid Isaiah Meyer Crothers, you know that's your life's work. You don't Mitchell Miller you better work hard to make sure that motherfucker never steps foot on the eyes. And I don't think he will. I think now, now with, um, uh, with all of these incidents and everybody turning their back on them, rightfully so. And, and put all of this, all of this information as a, uh, a, a cautionary tale for youth hockey or any sport at a, uh, at a level where, so you think you have a kid who's going to, uh, be playing at a higher level college or pro, you might want to use this as an example of how shit can come. Uh, Mitchell Miller will now be known, uh, for, for this type of uh, thing. And then people can use that as, Hey, maybe I, maybe I should behave a little more. Maybe I should think a little bit more. So yeah, unfortunately you're the sacrificial lamb fuck face. And good. I'm glad it works out that way. That is fantastic. And hats off to the Meyer Crothers family for not backing down one bit and making sure that uh, they, they see this out. Uh, Mitchell Miller is done. He's sunk. He's going to have to actually change what he wants to do for a living. And he should. He should have to do that. Sorry. You made those decisions. Tough shit. All right. Uh, where am I? Okay. Ooh boy, this is something. Ted Cruz. Did you see this? Ted Cruz, who I don't, you know, uh, I, I don't really, uh, I, I know a ton of people hate Ted Cruz. But here he is at the Astros uh, parade after the Astros won the World Series. Audio check, video check. and And somebody throws a beer at him. Now, two things you need to watch here. Um, there's a Secret Service detail with Ted Cruz. Uh, check this out.
2: So a little breaking news out of Houston here. I want to show you this moment that was caught on camera at the World Series victory parade for the Astros. Look at that. Let me, okay, that was quick. This is Ted Cruz, Republican senator from Texas. He's on this.
0: He's there. He is on the Humvee. Everybody's waving at him.
2: Float. Look, look what comes flying out of the crowd.
0: Now, these two guys, this guy here is a Secret Service dude. And he, he tries to block it. I think he misses it, though. This is a beer can. Yeah, he kind of missed it, didn't he? I think it actually hit Cruz. Wow. This is a. They... The guy sees it. He's got an eye on it. Beer. And Ted's arm, I think, blocks the Secret Service dude. Beer can. It might have hit him right on the top of the fucking head.
2: And boom gets chucked at his head either
0: he or the secret service guy,
2: guy
0: he uh points bad guy out and then he's got a microphone underneath the shirt
2: Deflects it It looks like um he did
0: not need we are right now he's he, he he's def- talking to the microphone he says get the guy with the joe biden 2024 t-shirt
2: attention you see it here again our team has learned that a suspect is in custody, arrested, a 33-year-old man who now faces assault charges.
0: Yeah, I hit him right in the head. That was fucking great. Well, I mean, not great. I mean, it can't be great, right? Uh, I just, something popped into my brain. I wanted to show you a video that uh, Mike Ball just sent my way of a hell of a fight. Oh, my God. This one in the game between the uh, Rams and the Titans. All right. Let's see here. I think we got audio on this. One dude in particular just starts cleaning house here. That's a little loud. These controls are so touchy. Okay. Um, I might go over this once or twice, maybe three or four times. Okay titans guy that looks like double rainbow dude so double rainbow titan guy he's gonna get clocked by nerd rams fan here all right and then a double rainbow titan fan he's gonna go and face plant onto these steps okay so nerd nerd rams fan he's bringing back that hard right look at watch it and he's gonna hit double rainbow right here oh now that knocked him the fuck out and then, and then uh, uh, Rams bro has him by the hair here. This other Rams dude. So Rams nerd punches Double Rainbow in the face, and then Rams bro throws him down the steps. Look at, oh, Double Rainbow is down. He's fucked up. Did this game happen in Tennessee? There sure does. There sure there appears to be a lot of Titans fans there. Okay. And then Rams nerd is house of fire because he already knocked a double rainbow guy, the fuck out. And then he's going to knock out Nolan Cromwell here. Hold on a second here. Oh, okay. And then Nolan Cromwell in the yellow Jersey here. Uh, Rams nerd is going to knock out Rams, uh, Uh, fucking nolan cromwell so he's this guy's punching any fan he's punching both sides watch this boom knocks him out too and then this guy steps on him rams bro steps on him so now rams bro rams nerd these two guys are cheering look at this dude he's like what the fuck am i looking at are you kidding this idiot's got a dolphin's uh, shirt on and i don't know what this guy's doing back here it looks like he should be reading the quran or something like that but holy fuck, man. Rams nerd kicks ass. He knocks out double rainbow. He knocks out Nolan Cromwell. And then Rams bro walks on Nolan Cromwell. Wow.
1: Oh,
0: oh shit. Fuck yes. And then you know what? They leave. It's time to go. And then this dude, Rams fan here, he's going to help Nolan Cromwell up. I think he's dead. He's like, hey, man, I, come on. That guy's out like a light. Wow. That was a juicy, juicy fight. Man, a lot going on there in that one. Mm. That was something. All right. Where am I here? Okay, here we go election day and look at these babes whitmer dixon facing off here we go they tried to rally the troops one more time day is nearly here just hours from now
5: voters from across the country will cast their ballots and tonight the top candidates for michigan governor held their final campaign rallies delivering their closing messages News 8's Byron Tollefson has been following events for both Governor Whitmer and Republican challenger Tudor Dixon. He joins us now with more on their final pitch to voters.
3: Brian, as the polls show a tight race, both candidates are feeling confident heading into
0: election day. This guy can't be older than 14.
3: They tell me the stakes are very high for tomorrow's election.
2: It's good to be home, West Michigan.
0: Oh, she's playing the Kid Rock song. Um, What's that song called? Born Free. That's what you do. You got to go with uh, proud to be an American. You got to go with born free. You know, one of those deals. The
3: Republican nominee for governor, Tudor Dixon, spent her final campaign rally before the election in Grand Rapids at Ford Airport. She predicted a big win on Election Day.
2: This
4: is a moment where parents need to speak up. <laughs> parents.
0: Yes. Uh, school freedom say no to drag queens
4: and grandparents this is about this isn't even about us
0: because they gotta stay away from the evil of drag queens
4: this is about the future this is about our kids this is about making sure that michigan lives on
0: <laughs> meanwhile
3: governor gretchen whitmer oh my god in
4: east lansing
3: Projecting confidence for
0: Democrats tomorrow. We feel good. We've been all across the state. The enthusiasm is. Is guilt? This is the lieutenant governor. He looks like skinny Randy Jackson.
4: Real. We have been traversing the state, seeing record turnouts. Whether it's. In-
0: She's so hot. Oh my God! Please hold up a foot. Please.
4: Ann Arbor, or it is in Grand Valley State in Grand Rapids last night.
0: I asked Dixon for her final pitch to voters.
3: She said education is a top priority, turning around school learning losses.
0: Okay, so if I had to compare the the things that matter most to me, and that is appearance. Uh, Night before... Uh, Whitmer looks better than Dixon from the pandemic.
2: We want to bring back schools, make sure
4: every kid gets a world class education in the state of Michigan. Make sure our communities are safe. Support our police officers. And-
0: this is all just talking points. Talking points. She's just regurgitated all this shit out. She's so used to it. There is not even any an, anything behind it. It's just, it's just a a stream of shit
4: bring back the american dream by making it easier to do business in the state
3: in the governor's closing message whitmer says michigan cannot
0: afford to change oh my god this is uh that's dana Nessel, the ag total babe lesbian and then that's jocelyn benson another total babe uh secretary of state oh my god all three of them are gonna have sex with that giant black dude and his anaconda
3: change directions now saying the state could get left behind for a generation.
4: She wants to keep talking about the past, but we need leaders who are focused on the future. Yes. What we have done is lay the groundwork by making record investments in public...
0: She's going to finish her thoughts and say, no, I'm going to go sit on Garland's face.
4: Public education, closing the skills gap, landing huge economic development... Um, and, and good pain. These
0: are all uh, uh, talking points, too. I'm not, just show me your feet. That's all you got to do. Jobs
3: for generations of Michiganers. Whitmer also continuing to emphasize protecting abortion rights. This
4: is simply codifying the rights we've had for 49 years, preserving the ability for women and girls
0: to make their own decisions about their body and inherently. And men, too. And men, too. If men that way, now, now, I mean, a woman can go ahead and say, I want to get an abortion. But what about the men? who say to those women i want you to get an abortion all right that needs to be codified too it's a woman's choice and it's a man's choice if a woman does not, does not want to get an abortion and the father does that man should be able to have her get an abortion
4: personal and private decision that can have profound impacts over the course of a lifetime
0: and dixon reflecting on what could be a historic moment oh this is um uh this is that Heisinga Heisinga guy i don't know who this asshole is but they're playing europe's the final countdown which i'm sure they did not get approval from europe the
3: first republican female governor in michigan's history
2: would be pretty exciting especially for my four girls and all the young girls that
0: why don't you guys get closer to the generator the next time you do a uh, interview
2: you saw here tonight so i look forward to being able to share that with women across the state if that happens and we're so blessed
0: what else
3: although both candidates feel strong about their chances they encourage their supporters to not only make sure that they vote but reach out to their friends and family to do the same as well brian
5: Byron, thank you. And if you're planning on heading out to the polls tomorrow or still need to return your ballot, a few reminders for you tonight before election day.
0: All right, I don't care about that. Just go vote. Boy, that's incredible. What a time to be alive. Uh, Referring to my (laughs) abortion stance, I think. Chris writes, that would be an interesting platform. I say yes to abortion rights for women and men. Men, if a woman wants to have an abortion, she can go get one. If she doesn't and the man does, yes. Yes to dead babies if the man says so. Stevie says, ugh, someone throw a beer at her too. What is wrong with you? Why would you incite violence like that, Stevie? You know, I mean, fucking grow up. You're such an extremist. Why can't you be uh, well thought like me? You can't just go around and and wish violence on people like that. Kenny says, what about trans women? Uh, What about them? Anyway, that concludes your election coverage of the Eric Zane show podcast. Now it's time to go vote for me and for you. Okay. That is it. I'm going to fuck his ass with a beer bottle. Uh, the end of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Sign up for my Patreon for free for seven days to hear Uh, the latest edition of Something to Listen to While I'm Away. And I also just dropped the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast where Ben and I broke down the now famous uh, Hot Wings rant about vanilla is the best ice cream. That actually happened. Who are these Zanes drops Saturday as we take a look at several different eras with your old pal, EZ. Thank you for listening to Not the Best of the Eric St. Show Podcast. Bye-bye.